You know I love a high-low moment. From the heart of New York City. Morning, people. It's Morning People with Preston Conrad. Yep, into it. And it all starts right now. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Morning People. Hi. It's been a minute, guys. I feel so bad. It's been definitely my fault, not yours, that I haven't been on the pod. Work has been crazy lately, and I know I have been kind of off the grid when it comes to podcast life, so I just wanted to come back with a fresh new episode, catch up with you all. We are deep in the middle of coronavirusville here in New York City, which is a really interesting time. I'm not going to lie. We, um, I live in a very busy, very jam-packed, very tall apartment building with a lot of people in very close quarters. And I don't know, it just feels kind of uneasy. How are you guys feeling about everything? It's, it's strange, you know, like here in New York City, we kind of, um, we kind of never stop. Like when there's a blizzard, when there's a hurricane, when there's a natural, some sort of disaster, things just keep on trucking. Like I can go to my corner deli and I can get some peanut butter, whatever I need. Like everything's kind of open. So I'm wondering what's going to happen with all of this coronavirus stuff, just because um, this whole self-quarantine thing and the cancellation of everything, I know people online are, are bugging out about the cancellation of everything and everybody's bummed about Coachella, which I mean, come on guys, you do not need to be in like hordes of people in the desert, all sweating and grinding up on each other when there is a pandemic happening. So just save your outfits for the fall. You guys can all wear cozy, um, big chunky sweaters, but it's actually warm in Palm Springs in October, I think. So you all be fine. You can just save your outfits. But I think people are like panicking because you know, they're saying, oh, there's no need to close everything, this and that. I mean, guys, people are closing everything down, working from home. It's just to prevent the spread of this disease. I know myself, like I've been here working from home, uh, kind of taking phone calls where I can instead of meeting people in person. Wait, I have to tell you, it was crazy. I went to a meeting just the other day, um, with a brand I'm really excited about potentially working with. And we walked in the room I'm waiting in the lobby. I have just come out of my Uber, which if you watched my Instagram stories was like highly traumatic because <laughs> my driver was like, oh, sorry, I'm not paying attention because I'm, I'm on the phone with my wife and, you know, our daughter's sick and I told her to take her to the hospital. And I was like, <laughs> what do you mean, sir? He's like, no, no, no. She doesn't have the coronavirus. I'm like, but how do you know? <laughs> we got into this whole awkward conversation about how I suspected he was going to infect me. He suspected I was going to infect him. So my ride was kind of like dramatic as it was and like very Hunger Games-esque. I mean, New York City is divergent right now. (laughs) But I got to the meeting and just out of habit, like I stood up when I saw the uh, my guests enter the room and they immediately stuck their hand out to shake my hand. And what was I going to do? Say no? Potential new client. Like, It was just so awkward. So, of course, I shook their hand. Meanwhile, I'm like, great, I have a coronavirus. But I used a lot of hand sanitizer. And then when I got back in the house, I scrubbed my hands saying, oops, I did it again, which I think is a good 20 seconds or at least saying 20 seconds of oops, I did it again because the happy birthday thing stresses me out. But anyway, yeah, I mean, we're just like kind of 
growing accustomed to new life here in New York, which is just weird. But if you guys are experiencing anything crazy, please send me a DM. I want to know what's happening in your neck of the woods. And if you do live out of the country, if you're in Italy, I feel for you guys. I know that is um, kind of a dramatic situation over there right now with the whole lockdown quarantine thing going on. But uh, I think it is in everyone's best interest to keep everyone safe. But I do want to jump into what we're going to talk about today. I figured I would set aside some time. I've never really dedicated an episode to this. I wanted to dive into Instagram stories as a whole, like dedicate the majority of this episode to Instagram stories. I recently did a poll on my feed, or actually not on my feed, I did it on my stories. And for those of you who um, participated, thank you. I can see who votes, by the way. So I know who didn't vote. But I put up a poll asking, what are you guys engaging with right now? And my options were in-feed posts and stories. And I, I felt the need to put this up because I'm feeling a kind of a bit of a shift on the platform. And I'm going to share those results with you guys uh, when we dive into this topic. So we're going to jump into that in a minute. I do want to recap my last week of craziness. We, um, As you all know, you guys, I have my creative consulting agency called Kennet Creative, shameless plug, K-E-N-N-E-T-T. And we were on the West Coast about to install a really cool experiential project for a new beverage brand that we're working with. And we designed the coolest um, experiential kind of space for them. It was colorful and amazing. And they've been the sweetest people to work with. And if you were following along on my Insta journey, you will saw <laughs> you saw that it was canceled. It was so crazy. Like it, um, I don't know. It's the first time that some sort of like thing out of my control affected my work. So I just got back from a week in California. It looks like things are going to be postponed. I think there's still so much in the air, but that's part of the reason why I haven't been able to be here on the podcast because we've been working on this for months and months and months, and we were just so bummed to see it get canceled slash postponed. So I just wanted to put that out there and kind of, um, not apologize, but just let you know where I've been. We're going to have more guests back too, by the way. So uh, stay tuned for that. If there's any type of person in particular that you are looking to hear from, whether it's a creator, a business owner, an influencer, uh, I've been talking with my attorney, with my lawyer. He might be on the episode soon because I think there's something really insightful there to talk about uh, legal when it comes to small businesses, startups, creators, freelance life. Speaking of freelance life, how crazy with this corona thing. I hate to keep bringing it up, but I've lost like two jobs in the past week. It's just, it's bizarre. I mean, this is when the gig economy is really kind of turning around and affecting me directly. Like these are the days when I'm like, oh man, I should have maybe uh, kept a paycheck. But I think I'm just having anxiety because we recently bought our house. We spent a lot of money furnishing it, renovating it, and we're in it, we're fine, but it's just a little nerve wracking. But speaking of making money, let's dive into Instagram and in, in particular into Instagram stories, because like I mentioned before, I recently did a poll, asked you guys what you are liking more, engaging with more when it comes to in-feed posts and stories. And I was shocked. 
at the results. Let me actually pull them up right now because, oh, do you hear my Instagram? It's talking right now. Let me pull up, let's see, insights, content, stories, see all. Past 14 days, okay. Oh my gosh, I have been sharing so much stuff. Okay, I said, what are you guys enjoying slash engaging with the most lately? And I wish I could show this to you visually because, excuse me, the sliding scale of it is what I found so impactful. 86% of you said that it's all about stories. Only 14% of you said that you are liking and engaging with in-feed posts right now, which is kind of uh, alarming to me, no? I mean, this platform was built on curating kind of our own magazines, right? And it's evolved, and we've talked about this here on the platform, it's evolved to video and to interaction and to live, but it's almost like, and, and the reason I say this is because I was, I've been feeling it and I don't know whether my particular Instagram is just kind of going through one of the peaks and valleys of the beast, right? But I'm seeing that my reach in general is not what it used to be. I know other creators are messaging me asking, Hey, are you experiencing what I'm experiencing? You know, my, my content's not even being seen by 20% of my followers, which is completely out of our control, right? I mean, we we keep hearing publish great content, make great content, put it out and it'll be seen. Or post more often, post more often, it'll be seen. There'll be more chances of it being seen. But then when posts don't perform and I have brands looking at my account or potential clients looking at my account, I don't think it's a good look. So sometimes I archive them or take them down. But what I have been seeing a peak in as I've been seeing stories actually overperforming and my static posts kind of staying flat, if not underperforming on certain days. So it led me to, it led me, excuse me, to put up this poll because I was anxious to see what you guys want and what the community wants. And I was right. You want stories. And I think there's a very clear reason, right? I think, first of all, Instagram has been around for a long time. I think we've all become uh, a bit robotic and trained like little puppies in a, in a sense when it comes to Instagram. We are trained to just swipe, 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 slide, slide, slide. We barely even stop to double tap anymore. I mean, I know personally, just as a side note, I've kind of switched up my strategy when it comes to captions to actually engage with you guys more and to grab more attention. I'm saying, hey, what do you like, one or two? Or I will lead the caption with an emoji and I'll just to grab so much, just to make it feel different, right? Just to make it stand out because I think the days of pretty picture, funny caption, pretty picture, overly dramatic caption just don't work anymore. So I've been trying to switch up my strategy a bit when it comes to in-feed, but we've been trained and it's just kind of monotonous at this point where I think that stories gives us A, more insight into the people that we're following because we feel connected to them. It allows us to kind of feel like we're part of their life. We, number two, have been kind of thrown into this world of video in such a big way, right? That we are, it's kind of what we ex expect at this point, right? We want more video. We want longer uh, stories, but with shorter snippets of the life that you live. And, and, and I think it led me to kind of take a step back and say, what are some of the best practices that I have been putting in place to use stories as an engagement tool, to use stories to interact with brands, to get more views, to get more uh, shares, to get more saves. And I've written a few things down 
that I've been using, uh, tools I've been using, best practices I've been following, and I wanted to share them with you guys in in the hopes that maybe it will help you if you're feeling the same kind of weird shift on Instagram that I'm feeling. But I'm going to jump into those. But first, we're going to take one quick break, and we will be right back. Okay, guys, I am going to let you in on a little secret on how I launched my podcast. It is all about Anchor. Anchor is a free podcasting platform packed with creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for free so it can be heard on all your favorite platforms from Spotify to Apple Podcasts to many, many more. Guys, you can also make money right from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It is everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And we are back. Pardon me while I take a quick sip of my kombucha. Guys, I've created like a problem with kombucha. I can't stop with my health aid. In particular, the grape, the grape vibes. So, so good. It's like my afternoon snack lately. So, okay, where we last left off, guys, I wanted to jump into a few tactics I have been employing to use Instagram stories to their fullest potential, to boost engagement, and to give followers exactly what they want. Because you guys have voted that for 86% of you, stories, it is where it is at. So first of all, let's just kind of dive into some blanket statements about Instagram. There are 500 million daily users on Instagram. So there are plenty of opportunity to build a stronger connection with the existing followers that you have, right? Um, you know, excuse me. Oh my gosh, that just hit me funny. Um, since Instagram launched stories in 2016, it's it's funny because it has grown so popular on the platform that every year since it has been in existence, the number of in-feed posts that have been published by influencers has declined every single year ever since stories entered the game. So for example, in 2016, the average number of feed posts per week that people were putting up was, I think it was 3.3. Yeah, let me pull this up. 3.3 in 2016. In 2017, 2.9. I don't I don't know where these point numbers come from because you either post a picture or you don't. But uh, in 2018, 2.7, same as 2019. And then the projected number in 2020 of in-feed posts is just about two. So people are posting a lot less in feed, which is why I think we're not engaging with it as much. And people are spending more time on stories. So, and a lot of this has become because the follower, you guys at home are expecting more of that authentic connection from your influencers, from your creators, from your brands and the kind of 24 hour story news cycle has become that really perfect way to kind of give that less produced content and really connect with someone in a more meaningful way. So that being said, I think there are some tools that it sounds really simple when we think about this, but there's some tools that I've been trying to use more frequently that I've seen a big help in boosting overall community and engagement on stories. And I'm going to dive into those. So if you're learning, if you're running kind of low, first of all, on inspiration or what to do on stories. A lot of times I get this question from clients, friends, family. They're like, I don't know what to put on stories. I have no idea. Like you, you tell great stories. I have no idea what I would do. I was like, guys, it's really not, it's really not that hard, right? You, You need to think about it holistically. Like you need to think about it 
as what it is. It's a story, right? So my first tip would say, would be to truly tell a story. You know, there are plenty of people I follow and I love dearly who just jump on and post like two random things throughout the day. And I don't see, just as a user myself, I don't see how that's like insightful or beneficial, or I don't see why I'd want to engage with that content as much. Where for me, yes, my job is to be a storyteller for brands. That's what I do in my consulting business and in styling, but you got to tell a story. So that's why, that's where the name of this podcast came from, Morning People, right? I mean, I literally start every single day with the same greeting. I used to say it just for fun, and then it kind of became a thing, and people said, oh, we really look forward to you saying good morning in the morning, and it's kind of spawned this little brand, right? This little personal brand of mine, this get up, hustle, start your day right, positive mindset, but that's all part of the story. That's how I start my day, and then I'm very mindful of telling one story throughout the day, so start the day, middle of the day, and end the day, and all the meat on the bone, everything in the middle there is what makes up my day, whether I am, you know, showing you my outfit in the morning, whether I'm running to a meeting, having a really fucking weird conversation (laughs) with an Uber driver, um, getting like accosted on the street by somebody, whatever it is, right? You have to tell a full story. People want, people want to spend time with you. This, this goes for brands too. So if you guys are brand owners, you've got a little business, you're selling some clothes, whatever it is, you, you should, heed this advice too. tell a story. A lot of times people just regram stuff like, okay, they're reposting stories and mentions, but that is not a story to me. There's no meat on the bone, right? You want to give the followers a reason to watch the entire story because tap through rates, exit rates, share rates all count towards your overall engagement. So you want to keep people connected, informed, entertained, and a part of your day. So that's kind of how I look at stories, by the way, is just, you know, really do tell a story with stories. But that being said, there are a lot of easy to use features built into the platform that automatically encourage your audience to engage with you. So maybe those days you're uninspired. Maybe those days you don't really have much of a story to tell. You're like at the dentist all day and you have nothing to share. I mean, I would suggest, by the way, if you were at the dentist all day and have nothing to share, I would suggest sharing from the dentist because there's nothing more real than having to fucking go to the dentist, right? And if people love you and you have fans, they want to know what your dentist is like, why you're there. They want to know that stuff. We're in this bizarre time where people want to know more about you than you would ever expect they would want to know. So if you do, though, find yourself in a position where you're running low on inspo, I think you should take advantage of the tools. The first tool would be the create mode, right? So when you go on stories and you have the options to go live, normal, boomerang, hands-free, there's a new option that was introduced a few months ago called create. It's a really easy way to add a full frame of text. Uh, It also features um, graphs. It features Q&A stickers. It features different poll things. I mean, in general, the sticker, whatever sticker it may be, is the easiest way to get people to engage with you, right? And and I would say keep it simple, right? So for poll stickers, hey, I'm having trouble um, getting dressed this morning. Should I wear this dress or should I wear these pants? And in the poll sticker, it says dress or pant. I mean, when there's a game to be played, guys, there's much more of a chance for someone to engage with you. They want to be part of what you're doing. So use the poll sticker. Use the emoji slider sticker. This is a really easy engagement tool for stories. uh, And it's surprisingly versatile. 
because there are so many emojis there, right? So you could post a picture of a sunset that was in your camera roll when you have nothing to post that day. And you say, you know, um, rate this sunset and they slide the emoji all the way to the top. You just, again, you want to be asking your community to engage with you and feel like they're part of your day. This goes for brands as well. So maybe you're releasing a new product or you have a new flavor of something or you want to ask about someone's excitement level for something. This emoji slider sticker is the perfect solution for you, right? The other um, feature that I've been trying to be a lot better about, and I haven't been lately, is the Q&A sticker. There's some creators I follow who are doing this beautifully when I can tell they're traveling all day and they have no time to be on stories. They're at airports, they have no Wi-Fi, So they'll do a whole day of Q&A stickers. And this is giving your audience the most direct contact with you. They can ask a question and you can answer it directly and share it. So I think it's a great way to prompt, you know, really timely responses. It gives people this sense of urgency. And again, all of this is helping to boost your engagement. Of course, there's the uh, question sticker, as, excuse me, the quiz sticker as well, by the way. So definitely use all of the stickers. They are the absolute best way. Number two, I would say, and this is something I'm so guilty of not doing, and I just did this the other night, and I get so defeated by it, and I would love to hear your opinions, is the live feature. I think the live feature is a really underused tool, and I think, A, we're afraid to fucking use it because we're like, I don't I don't want to go live. People could see me. It's like, it's, it's weird, and also the numbers are never there, right? Like people, like I follow accounts two, three, four, five hundred thousand followers, and like, 30 people tune into their lives. But from what I hear at Instagram, that's totally fine. And, you know, as long as you're using the tool and you're using it right, what I think is great about live is that your followers get a notification in that little bar when you're about to go live. Like how many times have you gotten annoying notifications at the top that are like, so-and-so is about to go live. And you're like, oh, it's fucking annoying. And you just brush it away. You could be the one pushing out that notification if you are going live. So if you are a brand and you uh, have someone interesting in your office, just go live. If you are at home and you're unpacking some gifts from a company that sent you things, or if you are cooking, go live. I know a lot of people like love to do food stuff in the kitchen, but they're like, I don't know how I, how you do this all day while you're trying to cook and be on stories. Just go live. You could go live, set it in the corner, interact with people, accept questions during your live and the other great thing about the live is, is that you can use the countdown sticker to count down to your live. Again, driving engagement, boosting that level of um, suspense and excitement. I think you should really, you know, Instagram told this to us when we were in that summit this winter. They said, treat everything like it's a premiere. Lindsay Lane, who was on this podcast recently, does this like no one else's business and she is a pro at it. If she's launching anything, whether it is a panel or a new filter or whatever, she promotes it, she treats it like a premiere, she teases it. And I would encourage that you all and myself that we all do the same because you are putting a lot of time and energy into this content and you wanna be promoting uh, the hell out of it, right? By the way, speaking of lives, little tip, because the live triggers that notification, to your followers who are using the app at the time. This is only for people that are, if you're on the platform, 
you will get a notification. If you're not, your phone won't go off. But it is worth going live when the bulk of your audience is already online. So I would check into your insights to see what your best times are. And those times, yes, they're generic. They, uh, they're not just for posting. They're kind of like, these are the best times when your audience is around, right? So check that time slot and try popping a live out. Your live could be 10 minutes long and no, you don't need to save it. No one needs to see it ever again. It's just a test. Like none of this, none of this is that serious, everybody, you know, it is not, not that serious when it comes to, uh, I, I'm going to touch quickly on business because I think a lot of people that I know are using the platform to sell something or sell tickets to something or sell a product, or maybe you're a small brand. I think stories is the killer way to move product, right? You have built-in tools for you as well. So there's the product sticker, right? They have these shoppable stickers that could be placed on both images and videos, and it could be um, tailored to any aesthetic that your story is. So I think the uh, that simple shopping product sticker is fantastic. I think the swipe up feature is the go-to. Of course, you have to have 10,000 followers to reach that, which I don't have, by the way, on my new Preston Conrad Home account. So I would really appreciate if you all spread the good word. By the way, do you guys like my house? Isn't it cute? We've been spending a lot of time up there and we're getting very close to having it finished. So I will be sharing much more um, of it as we do. By the way, I do have a little tip because I was so stressed about not having 10,000 followers on my other account. If you're in that boat that I am on my other account and you don't have the ability to do swipe ups, another effective way to encourage people that are watching your stories to is to click the link in your bio. You know, you can always use text captions or you could prompt your viewers to go to your bio and click the link and, uh, they can go directly there. So I would be sure to make sure, again, you're using all of the tools. Instagram has made it really easy for us. So I would go ahead, use all the tools and, um, and take advantage. The last thing I'll say before I get going is, is something that seems really self-explanatory, but I've noticed no one does it anymore. I'm like one of the only people that uses this. Guys, use hashtags and location tags in your stories. It is the best way to get new viewers, the best way. Like when I went to Marrakesh, I was searching and stalking the Marrakesh stories tags because I wanted to see like real time, not curated, edited feed posts. I wanted to see like what real video looks like in Marrakesh. So maybe you live in Dallas and you live in a cute neighborhood of Dallas. Post that tag, that cute neighborhood is your location. And if you are doing an unboxing, Give it an unboxing hashtag because your content is going to be seen in two new places to people that don't even follow you. Like you might have 500 followers, but it could be exposed to 5,000 followers just by your location, just by your hashtag fashion blogger or whatever it may be. By the way, hashtag fashion blogger has 105 million posts. So if you tag your stories as hashtag fashion blogger, you're going to pop up in the fashion blogger story that people look at all the time right? It's one of those things that we totally forget about because people are always searching locations and they're always searching hashtags. So those are really, really simple ways to 
just boost views. By the way, you can add about 10 hashtags, I think, to every single Instagram story. So you could do one of the hashtag uh, stickers, or you could just type in text the regular hashtags there. So I hope that was helpful. I know I kind of just rattled through those really quickly, but there's some best practices that I know I need to get back into using. I'm kind of doing a mental reboot when it comes to my Instagram strategy, especially seeing this new kind of shift in stories over in-feed posts. And I, and I hope you guys do the same. I hope you find them helpful. Feel free to shoot me notes at any time. You could email me at morningpeoplewithpreston uh, at gmail.com. Or of course, you can just shoot me a DM on Preston Conrad. And another shameless plug, please guys follow my new account, Preston Conrad Home. I will be posting tons of content there. I'm actually having a lot more fun on Preston Conrad Home than I am on my main account because I'm like not caring as much lately. It's just so fun. So please do follow along and I would love to follow you back. So guys, I hope you found this helpful. I'm going to jump and get going with the rest of my day, but I hope you have a fantastic week. And in the meantime, stay stylish.